Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. some ways yes you have chaos and confusion all across the nation you have violent crime sprees in some of the bluest states and cities california losing power darkness there possibly with blackouts but yeah there's some light there's some hope in fact i want to give you some of that some of the good news even some of these most challenging times we face i'll fill you in it's justin barkley in for Glenn Beck today on the Glenn Beck program coming up after this. Yeah, so the current reality seems grim in a lot of ways, but maybe, maybe there's a little more hope. Maybe there's a little more ray of light, sunshine, whatever you want to call it, than, uh, than, than what we actually see on the surface. We're going to get into that coming up this morning. Right now, the the big story being covered all over uh, and watching, you know, the the, uh, the networks here is the Royals now traveling to uh, Queen Elizabeth amid health concerns. And the, the, the big story is apparently not too much information there, but she's uh, health-wise has some concerns. There's some fears and uh, doctors there. She's under medical care. I would assume at 96, you're you're constantly in in a lot of ways under uh, medical care. So I would assume that's a normal thing. However, there must be something that's not normal that we're just not. Uh, you know, there's a lot of secrecy in those in those circles that uh, we're probably not hearing about. But uh, there you have it. Should we have any more information or an update, we'll follow that and bring that to you this morning. There's no shortage. Crises after crisis, headline after headline, constantly on my local radio program. I'm coming to you from Wood Radio, W-O-O-D in Grand Rapids, Michigan, West Michigan here. Uh, constantly, I'm talking about all these these things that we're facing on a daily basis. I, I feel like it's drinking from a fire hose on most days. And in some days, it feels like you got your mouth right on the hydrant. <laughs> and I've heard some say... Yeah, it's some days it's like the sewer pipe. So I get it. I mean, we we have 
quite a bit to deal with. But I think that's partially by design. Some of the things that I've been witnessing over the last couple of years anyway. I, I got to tell you, watch the things that I see happening coming out of this administration. Biden. I, 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 I look at it and I say, this, this, this is too much. This can't be incompetence. Just all out incompetent. I know there's a good bit of that happening too. But it can't just be only all out incompetence. There has to be more to this story. It looks like it's intentional. Well, some of it probably is. But there is some chaos happening behind the scenes. Some good news. In our favor, anyway, the folks who are freedom-loving, the folks who support this country and want to see it flourish and thrive for generations to come, for our kids and our grandkids. You know, I think that's probably the thing that people don't really get. When you talk Make America Great Again, and in fact, a little later on in this hour, we'll talk to a one of those ultra MAGA folks. Well, we'll talk to one of those MAGA Trumpies. Is that the new word that Biden's got? The Trumpies. We'll talk to one of those Trumpies. He's running for Congress uh, here in my neck of the woods, and he just beat out almost what some might say a miracle. Beat out a kind of a never Trumper, one of the folks who voted for impeachment. One of the first things he did on the job. And he beat this guy out in the primary very handily. We'll talk about that with him coming up in, in, in just a little bit. But I thought about this this morning. My daughter is 20. Well, she's 21 months old. She'll be two in December. She was born at 27 weeks. Some say early. And I happen to think that maybe she was right on time. God's time. And what's interesting about her situation is we spent 77 days in the hospital from the time that her mom's water broke. My wife, we rushed to the hospital to the day that we brought our little girl home. Ada Grace. So the day that she was born, and even before we were fighting for her, and today we continue that fight. I know as a parent, as a father, some things I learned that I I never, never could have fathomed, imagined, but never could have believed before or really understood. It would be hard to comprehend this. As a parent or a grandparent, you may have a better understanding and a handle of what make America great again. I know it's a, it's a marketing slogan, right? I, I understand that. But what does it really mean? In a day and age, Biden, the resident's out there, the divider-in-chief, he's out there calling all MAGAs, all Trumpies, calling them threats, enemies of the state, threats to our democracy. Do these people even know what it means to make America great again? 
I think it's pretty simple. And every morning, we get up and we'll give her milk. And every night before bedtime, she gets a little too. And it's a great time. We kind of sit there and hold her. And it's time that I really. Sometimes it can kind of stand still. Everything else in life is just just flying by. I mean, it, it's moving quicker than ever before. But it's moments like that. I wish I could just freeze forever. Just precious. I think to myself, this is what it must be like for, for most parents. In the, the world that we face... The constant threat from every angle, economic, you know, you, you, you don't have to look much further than obviously the price of everything. Gas to groceries has gone up. It's harder to put food on the table for your kids. Parents feel the pressure consistent now all the time about how they're going to feed their family and maybe what they're going to be able to do when it comes i don't buy diapers send somebody asked me the other day about sending her to college and i thought i don't even know if there's going to be a college when she's the age to go to school you talk about student debt the loans right now and the forget all this stuff and i think to myself i don't even is that the what the life i want for her what will this country look like particularly if we stand back and we do nothing That's why I want to share some good news with you. Because people are doing something. Many of us are standing up in our own ways and whatever that might look like. To get involved in politics, I've always felt like, especially if you're going to run for something, you've got to either be crazy or called. In other words, you just have to have a calling on your life. Like there is something bigger than yourself that has a d- divine purpose laid on your life. And in a lot of ways, I think that getting involved, not just running, but getting involved at the school board level, going to the school board meetings. Now, I know that uh, Merrick Garland and the FBI, they, there's a lot of folks that they may want to investigate you come knocking on your door if you go to these school board meetings. But, you know, it's it's so important. I met with a man yesterday. He's got involved. It was all about the kids. Involved in a school board here in a school board fight. He's got a run for school board, working with folks in areas around us. They're uniting in ways behind the scenes. Maybe I shouldn't give all of this away. The FBI's tapped everybody's phones anyway at this point, so so why does it matter? They probably already know this. But they're ready to take their school boards back. Here locally, there's one county commissioner who led a, a, a group of several others to overturn and overthrow sitting Republicans in a in a county that's very conservative. Ottawa County in West Michigan. 
home to the folks like uh, oh, the, the cities like Holland, where you'll see windmills and wooden shoes and folks celebrating their Dutch heritage. Very conservative. A lot of them agriculture-based farmers who understand, still grounded, plugged in to reality. They understand the world, how it works, how it was designed to work, and what it takes to make things work today. They never lost touch. So it's no surprise to see the incumbents, Republicans, primaried out nearly every single one. A full sweep, except for one particular uh, member. It's just incredible. This was a grassroots movement. People stood up. They felt the call when they're on the move. And you can do that, too, no matter who you are, no matter where you are. Maybe it's time for you to take a little time and consider that for yourself. What is it that I am supposed to do? What is it that I am called to do? What are the things, my gifts, my talents, maybe the fortune, my sacred honor? that I can pledge towards this cause, just like our forefathers. You know, freedom, they say freedom isn't free. Well, it's its price is paid daily. And yes, it's brave men and women who protect and defend this country, but it's also average everyday folks, ordinary, like you and me. Ordinary people doing extraordinary things. Taking a stand right where you are. Maybe it's time. Maybe you're feeling that call. Some instructions after this. can you do to make a difference how can you stand where you are what are some of those things well you've already heard me talk about running for school board maybe volunteering in michigan there are precinct delegates there are people that are going to be going door to door campaigning for people talking to your friends your relatives your neighbors asking them do you think any of this is normal just having conversations you know i saw somebody share this the other day and i thought well, this is really this is really something but uh it, it was this post about how far we've come and how things have changed. Listen to this. We don't borrow a mower or ask a neighbor for a cup of sugar. We call Amazon Prime because we don't want to bother anyone. We'd rather Uber than ask a friend to take us to the airport because our friends are busy. We'd rather pay movers than inconvenience our friends. This poster goes on to say, listen, you're not a bother. They're not too busy. You're not an inconvenience. You are not a burden. One of the things I think about our modern life is we have gotten so out of touch. Now, we are connected in more ways than ever before, online, via social media. But, boy, those same social media companies, they drive divide, don't they? So we have all of these online connections, and I've met a lot of friends who become friends in real life from an online connection. I'm certainly not... Um, discouraging for you from doing that. But I say we ought to connect in real life, too. One of the places for us that's 
In fact, I was just having this conversation with somebody. One of the places for us that's been so pivotal in the last year or two is our church. No matter what we face, folks, in the in the days ahead, the challenges, and certainly there will be challenges. It's important to know that you're not alone. There are other people that are going through the very same things. And as I say on my radio program locally in West Michigan, God is still on the throne. What do I mean by that? I tell you, you don't have to go through what you're going through without him. I won't preach to you, but I'll tell you that the 77 days that we spent in the hospital with our little girl, we felt a peace that is beyond understanding. It's like the Bible says, I can't explain it to you. We somehow knew that everything was going to be okay, and we felt the comfort, my wife and I, that I just, to this day, it's hard for me to put in words. And that's what I do, talk for a living. So ask and you shall receive. So ask what it is that you're supposed to do. Ask who it is that we're supposed to talk to. I get caught up in my daily life, too. Maybe we have a few more conversations with each other. I know that when we do, we're going to find out something. We're going to learn some things about each other that we never knew before. There's one of these TikTokers. I don't know if you're familiar with the app TikTok. It's from China. It's a China social media app. Um, there's a guy on there that's going around, and he wanted to make friends, like 100 friends. So his idea was to go and have conversations with some of the people that he maybe thought might have been the most interesting for a guy like him, a, a young man, probably in his 20s. So he went to a Trump rally and was blown away. That was the biggest shock. That was the biggest surprise of his life. What he found, what he discovered at the Trump rally just absolutely blew him away. It blew his mind. I have a feeling it wouldn't blow your mind. The guy was invited to Bible studies. He made friends. He was welcomed with open arms. It was nothing like he'd been lied to. It was nothing like he'd been told by the mainstream media, folks on social media, all oh, those evil MAGA Republicans, all oh, those evil Trumpies. We have a lot more in common, I think, than we even realize. It's time to start making those connections again. More good news, in fact, we'll, try, we'll talk to one of those evil MAGA Republicans, one of those Trumpies. His name's John Gibbs. He just beat out Congressman Peter Meyer, the freshman who voted to impeach Trump here in West Michigan, in a stellar primary. And he will talk about, I think, maybe, what that Make America Great Again slogan really means to him. He served in Trump's administration, the Department of HUD, under Dr. Ben Carson, and he is a stellar individual. I cannot wait to introduce you to him. Coming up after this, back in just moments, Justin Barkley and for Glenn Beck today on the Glenn Beck Program. So what does 
that mean to make America great again? We're hearing Trumpies. In fact, I'm seeing Trumpies trending on Twitter right now as we speak. You know, uh, this demonizing, I think it's well over half the country. I think it's a fair, a fairly larger number. When you talk to people and you ask them just by the issues, do you, you think we ought to be tough on crime? you think we ought to lock the criminals up? You, you think we ought to maybe create an, an economy here, an environment where businesses can thrive? And that means the cost of everything from gas to groceries. It can be affordable. So you can put food on the table. You think we ought to make this country a better place for you and your kids? Generations to come. I think most people agree on those lines. In fact, I know our next guest would. He is running for Congress in West Michigan in Michigan's 3rd District. He just beat out freshman Congressman Peter Meyer, the never Trump, who just voted to impeach President Trump, uh, literally like on his first day in office. Welcome to the program, uh, former Trump administration uh, in in HUD there under Dr. Ben Carson. Uh, John Gibbs, appreciate you being here with us today. John, how are you? Good, Justin. Thanks for having me on, as always. You know, I want to talk to you about what we're seeing happen here across the country. I, I know you're in West Michigan, but, I mean, the, some of the things we're seeing are uh, are pretty incredible. A bit of a wave. You're not the only one that's benefited from uh, the, the, the Trump endorsement. There are other folks who have been... Uh, booted these people who never Trumpers that, that voted to impeach Trump in a lot of ways. Um, uh, folks who had uh, uh, gotten a, a kick to the curb. You know, Liz Cheney is, is probably the one that comes to the top of mind the most here, most recently. And I, I, as much of it can be an endorsement from Trump that can move that needle, it also seems to just be a return to sanity and reason for a lot of people who say, look, I really like these policies. I want to get behind these policies. Regardless of the man, we got to get this country back on track. What were you hearing from people on the ground, and what are you hearing when you see some of these other races? Yeah, you know, I think it's kind of what you described, Justin. Um, uh, Trump is still the the king in the Republican Party. Um, He's by far uh, the most trusted leader because he stood up and actually tried to change things. And I think with a lot of people that don't realize, especially the people that really, you know, hate Trump and have TDS, is that this is not even just about Trump. This problem has been building up for many, many years, long before Trump, because there's a growing sense that the Republican Party um, has, uh, especially in D.C., has been not representing what the people want. And that's been growing and growing and growing, and the rift has been increasing. And Trump was just a guy who was smart enough to stand up and represent the leadership uh, for the people on that. But this has been a long time coming, and it will still keep going, I believe, um, even after Trump is done. We've we really got to work out getting a government that represents what the people want. And, you know, as you said, you know, this November is not even going to be so much Democrat versus Republican so much as crazy versus normal. You know, should violent criminals be in jail or should they be on the streets, uh, you know, committing crimes against folks? Um, you know, do we want an economy that grows or an economy that shrinks? Do you want to force everybody to buy it in a $60,000 electric car? Or is this still a free country where I can buy whatever kind of car I want? Um, do we want gas prices to be twice as high as they were a couple years ago? Or do we want them to come down again? You know, issue after issue, it's not even becoming, you know, partisan. It's just simple, basic common sense. So, yeah, I think you're, you're totally right on that. And 
uh, I think it's a winning message that we have. Uh, the current folks are just screwing it up terribly, and we've got to get in there and restore some sanity and fix stuff. Yeah, you, you know, John, I, I can't, I don't think I could have put it any better. It's, it, it really feels in a lot of ways, stop the madness that people are screaming. What we saw last night that happened in Memphis, another horrible story, people being terrorized in their own city. And this is just days after another abduction, a kidnapping and a murder of this, this poor woman who was a teacher, a mother of two. Um, she was, she was killed that day and then four others killed in Memphis. They're reeling. But this is not really I know it's 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 something that's popped up in the news for us in the last couple of days, but this is par for the course in some of these deep blue cities and states where crime is an issue. I've got a friend who's down in Jackson, Mississippi, and one of the things he's seeing with the issues they've got down there. I don't know if you've been paying attention to the water down there. They've had for seven days, not just no drinking water, but no water. To flush their toilets, to take showers, to do laundry, no water at all. And he tells me it's all because of a corruption that's deep within the system there in that city. Democrats, folks on the left, these are the results. This is par for the course. This is the new normal in Biden's America. And folks in November and beyond have to stand up to say, not on our watch. We don't want this anymore. Stop the madness. Yeah, that's totally right. Uh, you know, when it comes to crime, one of the big issues we're seeing is that a lot of these district attorneys around the country are letting uh, repeat violent offenders uh, go free. Um, and this is predictably causing crime to uh, increase all over the country whenever they do this. It's absolute madness. It is totally preventable. We have an entire field, an entire discipline called criminology. We know it works. You know, we have more police patrols. It reduces crime. When the police are engaged in the community, it reduces crime. Um, but they're doing the opposite. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, this is being done on purpose, and it's very easily reversible if you have smart people in there. Let us also remember that San Francisco actually recalled their district attorney for being too liberal. So just let people wrap their head around that. You know, even San Francisco, the most leftist of cities, recalled their own district attorney for going too far and letting crime run rapid. So people are really getting the message, just like you said, Justin, and people are going to take it to the ballot box. Um, corruption the same way. You know, this whole lack of water thing, what you see happening often in these cases is that the leadership will have their buddies or their friends or family be given the contracts for maintaining the infrastructure um, instead of the most qualified folks out there who have the experience and the quality behind them. And so because of, you have the cronyism going on, you very often get very poor quality uh, with doing the work. And I think for many years in Flint, you saw that dynamic happening. And I would, I would guess that that's probably uh, some of what's happening in Mississippi as well. So, yeah, I mean, this is something that people are sick of, and the leadership changes can address this. If you have good leadership, you can fix these problems. So I believe that people are going to realize that in November. Here in my district, a few of the independents did go over and vote for Biden in 2020, but just like putting your hand on a hot stove, you're not going to try that again. I think they're going to look at the gas prices and inflation and crime and, and corruption and say, we need something new this time. Blackouts expected throughout California. Uh, they tell you to set your thermostats down to 78 degrees in Gavin Newsom's California. This is just days after they come out and said, hey, by 2035, every vehicle you buy here has to be, it'll basically a Tesla, an electric vehicle. It's got to be a, a hybrid or an, a, something that you plug right in. We're seeing pictures come out with people that have 
gas generators strapped to their Tesla so they can they can charge them on the road because of the uh, the power issues out there. Uh, John, this is just completely detached from reality. These people are delusional. But then again, this is what we're seeing on every different level here. Yeah, I mean, you're going to force everybody to buy an electric car, but that very same power grid they're plugging into can't even handle the capacity it has now. So how's it going to handle the capacity of all those new electric cars? And then what are you going to do with all the batteries on those cars once they start to go bad? Uh, and where are you going to dispose of them? I mean, this is a huge environmental issue that they never talk about. So, yeah, I mean, this is really the end point of these totally insane policies. And, you know, people have got to realize this is not 20 or 30 years ago where you had uh, Bill Clinton or a Democrat party that was wrong, but not at least they weren't insane. Now they've actually crossed over and gone from simply being wrong to being wrong and insane. Um, so this is not even a choice of people sticking with what they historically have thought was a party they grew up with. I mean, this is a choice of, you know, full-fledged craziness. If you say there's male and female, you can get fired from your job. That's where we're at. They're going to force you to buy an expensive electric car. You can't even afford it. I'm going to have even thought through the consequences of it. This is not normal stuff. This is insanity. So I think it's very important for a lot of the independents and the um, Democrats to the right of Karl Marx, as I call them, to realize they're not dealing with the same Democrat party they have their whole life. And they've really got to think through this and understand um, if they want some sanity. And that's a message we're going to keep getting out uh, all the way up to November. John Gibbs is running for Congress in Michigan's 3rd Congressional District. VoteJohnGibbs.com is the website. Before I let you go, John, maybe you could just comment on this. I saw this story going viral about a young man who wanted to make 100 friends. This is a TikTok account, some sort of uh, promotion he was doing. And and, uh, and he went to a Trumper. (laughs) And I think he expected something completely different, but he got a very welcoming uh, arms wrapped around them approach from a lot of the people that were at that rally. He was surprised by that. I saw he made an appearance on uh, uh, Fox and Friends when he was talking with some of these people about this. In, in fact, he was invited to a, a, a women's Bible study. Uh, it, it, one of the things that, that took place there. Um, as somebody who has been a part of this, you know, the Trump administration, the previous administration, and you've been full, full part of seeing all these things up close and personal. As a black man in uh, in America, the media would make you think that these people aren't welcoming at all and, and uh, couldn't be far from the truth. I mean, I'm telling you, a Trump rally is one of the funnest things anyone could experience. I mean, it's like it's almost like you're among family. Everybody's so excited. Everybody's really enthusiastic uh, to make change and fix our country. And that's what the atmosphere is like. And it's really, really welcoming. Um, and overall, conservatives actually are very welcoming. Uh, you know, when I... Uh, you know, when I walk around and I'm meeting with our people, it's just amazing. So, yeah, I mean, for us, that's par for the course, and it goes totally opposite of the media narrative. And I've got a friend even who uh, was raised as a Democrat, but he actually started working in the office of a Democrat uh, legislator and then a Republican legislator. And he became Republican because Republicans simply treated him much better than the Democrats. He's a young black man, and that was the same experience as what you described with this gentleman on TikTok. It's very consistent. Um, you hear this a lot. So I really do think that we are welcoming people and we uh, we like to bring folks in. And I think that's because we're people of faith and that's what's behind it. I think on the left, you have more of the power of politics. You have agendas and ideology and being defined based on your pronouns and your, you know, your race and things like that. So it's, it's, it's much more complicated for them. But I think for us, it's very simple. 
want to love everybody and accept everybody into our, our family. And um, I'm great. I'm glad that people got to see this young man's story uh, from his TikTok account. So that's pretty cool. Vote John John Gibbs running for Congress in Michigan's third congressional district. John, thanks for taking the time to be here with us today. We appreciate it. Thanks for having me on, Justin. I really appreciate it. You got it. God bless. Folks, more like this. It's the stories, I think, from some of these people coming together that uh, that really are inspiring. Uh, you know, average everyday folks stepping up. John's story is pretty incredible. From a working class family, blue collar. Uh, dad worked for one of the uh, the auto companies here in uh, in Michigan. And the man went on. He's not going to toot his own horn, but he went on to, to go to Harvard. He was a missionary in Japan. And then he served in the uh, the uh, Trump. He actually worked, helped design the first iPhone. And it worked in the Trump administration under HUD and Dr. Ben Carson. Absolutely incredible credentials. And he's one of us. He's somebody who gets it, wants a return to normal. I think you're seeing people stand up all across the country in several different ways. But, you know, the other thing is even the news is starting to turn. Even the news is starting to reflect a little bit more of the truth. Some of that good news coming up after this quick break. It's Sparkly and for Beck today on the Glenn Beck Program. The Glenn Beck Program. Welcome back into the Glenn Beck Program. It's Justin Barclay today in for Glenn. And of course... I'd love to stay in touch with you if you want to reach out, justinbarclay.com. Send me an email, message. Love to hear from you there. Uh, you can also text me, 616-636-1676. Great way to get in touch. And, of course, you can rant, rave, sound off. Maybe you got a question you want to ask as you fill in today during the program. Love to hear from you. And, of course, uh, we continue with some of the news that I think you may not have heard, may have gotten kind of swept underneath the rug. A judge has ordered Dr. Fauci and Corinne Jean-Pierre, KJP. She is the replacement of uh, Jen Psaki, who is one of the most interesting individuals. Probably, I think KJP may be one of the worst of all time. I thought Saki was going to be, she'd probably take the cake. But no. KJP probably is the worst of all White House press secretaries. In response to a lawsuit from Louisiana Attorney General Jeff Landry, Missouri Attorney General Eric Schmidt, accusing the Biden administration of working with social media companies to suppress free speech. The CDC was involved in this. We saw the FBI came out and told Facebook Mark Zuckerberg he admitted it. But he was told to do on the Joe Rogan show the other day. They have now asked and they subpoenaed for documentation, in other words, emails, between some of these folks. U.S. District Court Judge Terry Doty ruled that the Biden administration must turn over relevant emails from Fauci, the high priest of health, St. Anthony of Wuhan, Mr. Booster, and Corinne Jean-Pierre within 21 days. Folks, there's some good news out there. You're not hearing that. You you didn't hear that on the nightly news. Lester Holt didn't report on it. The local folks didn't tell you what's happening behind the scenes. Ah, don't let them fool you. Some of the news you won't hear anywhere else will continue. Always a pleasure. In for Glenn Beck today, Justin Barkley on the Glenn Beck program. Back after this.
This is the Glenn Beck Program.